0: Okay, welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by male and racial best friend duo. It's the Mentel All recap. And by Mentel All, I mean some men told some, one man told a little. <laughs> okay. Mentel All is a little misleading, in my opinion. Uh, in this episode, Luke. All right, AB, what did you think? Do you, do you see what I did there? Yes, I see what you did. There wasn't much else to chat about. Luke. Hey, before we get into it. What? Thanks to everyone. I don't know if you noticed this, AB. Maybe you follow Rosecast Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I do. Of course. It's a great account. Uh, a lot of people... think. Thanks to it's what? Oh, good stuff. They got good stuff on there. Thanks to everyone. Shout no out bias. to Lantern. <laughs> Shout out to our That's Amy's big thing. No He's bias. He's truthful in his opinions of our own content. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who has purchased merch and put their babies in it. Wow. A lot of cute photos that we like to see. Um, I believe T public has a sale going on right now. It's it's kind of like Kohl's, if you want me permanent to be honest. Sales. It's yeah. just cons- permanent, 30% off. So check it out, Link, in our That's how bio. Kohl's gets
1: your rim. I'm always... You get tricked? I don't get tricked. My wife does. She's always talking about, I got Kohl's cash. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What does well, what the hell does that mean?
1: What the hell does that mean? And then she's talking. Once we get there, she's talking about the deals, like fifty percent off. It's like this was uh, never one hundred percent. no, of the price. This no. was never the price.
0: The sale f- signs are a part of their permanent <laughs> display. <a> <laughs> these, those, like plain Nike shorts were never thirty-eight dollars. Exactly. I hate to Exactly. These generic
1: you. ass bum ass shorts were never full price. Back so, to these
0: announcements, Ab.
1: Anyways, we can do a you, whole podcast on coal's yeah, tracing schemes. Uh,
0: true, a couple of Midwest guys talking about coals—nothing <laughs> more entertaining. So you can visit the T Public link in our store if you're new and are interested in some merch, or you can get to it from our PodChaser page, which is pretty slick. You can go to our PodChaser page dot com Ooh. slash RocheCast and then click on the There's shirts and stuff. It's pretty cool nice. integration. Um, side note: we want to add more stuff to the store, so we need ideas for designs that you may have as a listener and fan of this show. So if you have any ideas, a phrase, for example, a drawing, whatever, let us know in the text line or a DM or email, whatever the case, hit us up. Okay, now that that's out of the way. Men tell all, A.B. Do you mind if I explain to you and for the new listeners why I generally... Don't love tell all episodes. Do you mind?
1: No, I'd love that. Yeah.
0: Okay. You didn't seem too enthused about it. You did the, you did the, the okay. The, let me, face kind <laughs> of settled. <laughs> yeah. In yeah I mean, I'm yeah. going to back off the mic and chill. <laughs> no, listen <laughs> up, baby This is good stuff. <laughs> no bias. <laughs> tell all episodes in general are usually filled with irrelevant contestants jockeying for camera time so they can get more Instagram followers, okay? Those are
1: facts. Those are big facts. You're That's all okay. you spoke so far.
0: I well, this is only facts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This particular mental all did not have as much of that since they spent so much time we spent time in a quiet room with Luke it seemed like, but it was still there a little bit. Also, I think in a weird way, people are more themselves on the show. Compared to when they're on the after shows because you can see how they were portrayed how you were portrayed on screen. You can see the reactions to the episode. You can decide kind of how best to move your brand forward. You know, I mean, you go into mental all or women tell all with a strategy like what's going to be best for my personal brand slash Instagram account moving forward. I can see what's hot in the streets. What's the hot opinion to have. So that's just in general. I think I don't like irrelevant people jockeying for time. That's fair. My second point about this is tell-alls, and especially men tell-alls, are increasingly competitions of performative wokeness, I will say. I don't like the term virtue signaling, but that's what I mean. It's You could argue that this is better than the alternative, which is people bickering over bullshit and being douchebags. That sucks also. But it's hard for me not to roll my eyes a little bit when there's 20 guys tripping over themselves trying to be who's the biggest knight in shining armor. Like, do we really need Grant giving a big no means no speech and being like, am I right, (laughs) ladies, to the crowd? Like, (laughs) that's not entertaining to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not the... No, you're right, Rick. I'm not the target demographic, so people were maybe... Like, the crowd was certainly eating it up. They clapped and cheered at all the right times, but there were times where I was watching, like... Okay, we don't need Devin. Devin! <laughs> to give a speech on behalf of the good men in the world. I was just like, all right, I get it. I get what we're trying to do here. It's just, it was two hours of that, and I got, I already know that Luke is bad. You've been just had, we've had eight episodes of this. Can we talk about other things that happen on the seat? Maybe get insight from different guys. By the way, is Hannah on track to find love or not? That really wasn't mentioned for two hours. So that's my take on Mentel Alls. I don't know if you agree or disagree. That's my take. We'll get into it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I have a. I also had a little issue with the first part of the show, which we will discuss now, AP. Wow. Okay. Just a little issue. All right. We start. Chris makes a big deal. This is a different episode. Okay. What happened in Greece is so shocking, they just couldn't wait to show us. So we go to the rose ceremony. Now, take us to the rose ceremony, just, bit, Yeah.
1: Just so we're clear, I didn't like when Chris said that because he, he's acting like he's doing us a favor because they let last week's episode drag on too long. You should have already given us this content. Agreed. the The rose ceremony you did a to be continued. Like you're not doing me any favors by doing me, doing it by then giving me that rose ceremony. I should have already got. Uh, just a little small thing i didn't No, that's did, not a small didn't thing agree that... with chris about
0: no it speaks to the way that they this was a this scene was heavy production heavy first off we're not stupid we know there's only one week left so you yeah. can't have three rose ceremonies in one week but there two essentially in one week which they have to have now it just it's like we know there's not much time left there's four guys left like you should have cut this off last I I didn't say that right, but I'm with you on that. Anyway, uh, Chris is greeting the fellas when they're coming into the rose ceremony. Uh, the main thing I notice here is that lots of people in the live audience clap for Jed. He, Jed got they're, just as big now, of a clap as like the other guys. No, no, no. Except Tyler.
1: Tyler. I, I noted Tyler had the biggest response. The, uh, the, the clapping for Peter even and Jed seemed a little timid to me.
0: Okay, I'm surprised anyway. My point is P, some people clap for Jed. It should have been dead so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> some people
1: clap for Jed, which
0: is again a reminder that like not everyone consumes the show like we do or not everyone listens listens to Bachelor Recap podcast. Like most people consume it like, you know, your mom would consume it, which sure. is just like just watches it and that's it. Um I thought it was interesting they didn't know Peter, Tyler and Jed that Hannah sent Luke home before his fantasy suite, which they wouldn't. Luke is on his way back. So he shows up. They think he's just. They think he's just part of the show.
1: Like, (laughs) yeah, he's just coming for the road ceremony. So I don't
0: want to spend the whole episode parsing Luke's phrasing and all that stuff, but we should mention some. I'm just, I just, my brain hurts with this guy. So (laughs) Hannah, here's a quote from Luke while he's in a van on the way back. Hannah thought that there's no way I'd want to be with her anymore after the last thing she told me, and she's sadly mistaken. She doesn't realize that I still love her. Again, said it last time, that's not, that's just a complete <laughs> misinterpretation yeah. of what occurred. Um, and he has a ring, and he says, I want her, I want to prove to her how seriously." I am. What do you with
1: that ring, bro?
0: When he had the ring, I, I thought... <laughs> He is such a preposterous character (laughs) that I'm starting to wonder if he's a plant. I'm like, there's no way this person is for real. He can't be this person.
1: You think you're going to... Just to be clear, in Luke's head, he thinks he's going to show up to this rose ceremony. There's three other guys left. Yeah. And and he's (laughs) just going to give her a ring and she's going to be like, okay chris you can take all these roses i accept this ring it, this cheap ass ring just to be clear this yeah wasn't but i noticed this, that like, I, noticed I don't know if you noticed. no disrespect because no L- everyone Lame can't joint. afford big time rings but this wasn't a neil lang ring no. like no. No. that's what you're being accept to <laughs> this, she's not gonna accept this cheap ass ring <laughs> and send everyone home just insanity so, insanity of course It's
0: again, it's so insane that it had me questioning what is really going on here. I don't think I just found it really hard to believe that Luke, that a person in the world exists, that Luke, that he would take this. He would be like, let me get a ring. I'm going to propose. And I don't think this is a spoiler, but Luke claimed on his Instagram last night that production gave him the ring and told and said, this will show her how serious you are. I don't think Luke went and got a... You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think it was his idea.
1: And it's he's hard still, to... like. You don't have to do what production tells you. No, of course.
0: He's, he's a moron for going along with this, no question. But when something like this happens, it's hard to pretend like production has nothing to do with what happens on screen because he's not... The guy's not going into the rose ceremony and standing next to everyone else unless they allow him or encourage him to do it. Yeah. So that's a fact. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Um, Chris is talking to Hannah. He said, There's now three men, two roses. That's a lie. Like, Chris knows that Luke is there. <laughs> I just, this did not sit well with me, really, honestly, because it's like. You guys are setting a trap for the lead. This is crazy. I thought it's just so.
1: This is what we sign up for, though. Rim, this was <laughs> okay, great right. television. Like when when <laughs> Luke walked up and like kind of like snuck it, snuck into the road. It seemed like he snuck in. Like he, just, he didn't talk to Chris. He, yeah, he didn't talk to anyone. He just moseyed into line, and everyone's like, "Hey, Luke." Uh, and then Luke's just like, yep, just settled in for the roast ceremony like he, he didn't act any different. I thought that was very funny.
0: It was uh, it reminded me of somebody recently revealed how they would buy the cheapest ticket at Oracle Arena and then weasel the way up to the courtside seats. And no <laughs> yeah. one like you just basically act like you're supposed to be there. And yeah. No one does anything about it. That's what he did. OK, so here comes Hannah. She sees Luke who walks up to her cuz you know he's got a, he's got a short window here. He's got a has got to get his time in cuz he's getting escorted soon. Uh you know she's like no look what are you doing here? I'm going to stand here all day. Hannah was I thought throughout this whole thing even though I was put off by the existence of this moment Hannah was funny her lines were funny and she says no the fuck you're not it was just she was really i think how hannah would react with no cameras were around which makes her great yeah which is what which is why she's the good parts about hannah are, are really good she goes on a nice little rant i i exploded in laughter ab when she moved the podium
1: yeah, that was great. That <laughs> that was tremendous. Luke's like, "I'm not moving." She's like, "Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> Let me pick this up, move it up." She moved it about five feet, so he was behind her. Great move. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have thought of half the stuff she did. It no, was tremendous no, the by thing. Hannah.
0: Clever. It reminded me of when Will Smith moved the desk over to his pod in Men in Black when they're taking the <laughs> test. He's like. <laughs> Uh, what a great moment in film history (laughs) truly well the whole that whole movie is a great moment in film history uh the other fellas come up to luke and they're trying to get him right in the
1: pod (laughs) there's no like they're all right on the wall it's
0: like this old 70s like art deco (laughs) pod. Tremendous. there the boys are like all right luke you know you got to leave chris pops in to observe, he's like, Oh, Luke's here. Hmm, didn't know that, like, pretends like it didn't. Like, Chris, you brought this guy in here. Um, <laughs> Chris weird... might as well drove him to, if yeah, Chris
1: and him shared the Uber. <laughs> the Uber.
0: What's weird is all four of them, the three remaining actual contestants and Chris, just kind of stand around while the Hannah and Luke talking, like, Hannah and Luke had a long extended conversation in front of everyone, which was
1: good. I think it. Well, I think the guys at this point didn't know still didn't know that he was already sent home. So I don't yeah. think they necessarily had a reason to step in until they found that out. And then they kinda then they did.
0: Yeah. Because she mentioned I already you know, I already sent you home. They they slowly realized he's not supposed to be here. Yeah. Chris asks Hannah what she wants. You know, hey Hannah, it's all up to you. you know, <laughs>
1: we'll maybe consult her. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do whatever you want, Hannah. Whatever, yeah, whatever. Sure. You, first of all, where have you been for the past fifteen minutes? When they're <laughs> having this conversation, where she's made it very clear she doesn't want. We'll do whatever you want, Hannah. Yeah, just to let us you. know what you want. What do you mean? It's all you guys are video. This is a TV show. You've videotaped the whole thing. You should have security. security in here if you yeah. actually cared.
0: No security, yeah, they don't. Uh, but like you said, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Like logically, yes, this is bad that they put her in this situation and then pretended like they could get her out of it. But also, <laughs> like you said, you know, we did sign up for like some ridiculous over the top entertainment. That's a
1: it's a strange line to walk, which is what we have to do with this show. Did you think there was any chance we're The punches were going to be thrown. Maybe some physicality. Because at one point, when the guys figured out that he wasn't supposed to be there, Jed and Tyler kind of walked up on him. Put hands on him a little bit. Trying to push him back away from Hannah, trying to step in between. And, And we cut to a commercial... With Luke doing the famous Arthur clinch fist, yeah, he, does, he does. He like really clinches <laughs> it. He clinches it like he. He seemed like he was ready to swing. So I, I didn't think anything was going to happen because they would have probably already shown some of that in the what's coming up. Yeah, um, the scuffle, the scuffle. Um, but I wasn't now,
0: sure. Here, Luke is. the The other guys were not going to do anything unless he threw the first punch, and I just don't think Luke would have thrown the first punch because he knows. I think how that would end for him. It wouldn't. I just, I did. I never thought Luke was actually in to punch somebody. And I think that's what would have needed to happen for physical.
1: I kind of, I run. don't know. At one point it kind of got the feeling like he's trying to calculate who he needs to swing at first and <laughs> give him the, <laughs> the best, best ju- chance against these three guys. <laughs> he, well, he did kind of
0: pause and he was looking around. Well, he looked at, <laughs> once he looked at Tyler, I think he's like, I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here, so here's my take on this scene. The fulfilling thing about last week watching Hannah go off on Luke, there was authenticity to it. it. You were watching a person realize, recognizing a bad influence in their life and doing something about it, standing up for herself, etc. That resonated with people, and that worked as a moment in Bachelor history. This was like the producers saying, it just felt like the producers were going, ah, yeah, that was good. Here, do it again. Like, here's the here's the lamb again, like, you know, s- sacrifice him again. Yeah, I'm with you. And it just, they they brought Luke back. Luke didn't, you know, Luke complied, but if they didn't want him back, if the producers didn't want him back, he would not have been there. They I don't brought him think back. They wasted more of our
1: time I'm not in willing, an attempt to recreate a moment. I'm not willing to go that far that they, I wouldn't even say they pushed him. I think they give you options. Like, they did give him an option to come back, but I think he... Ch- he chose it. I don't think, I don't know that it's as forced on you to do something as, as you're making it out right there. Maybe not. Maybe but it
0: is. He, there's no way we can know. Yeah. But she's, she basically sent him home two times and they allowed him to come back a third. And if. Yeah, that's facts. At a, like you were saying, it's, um, I don't, you know. They put entertainment over, like, you could go even so far as, like, the emotional safety of the lead, if you want to say that. Like, <laughs> they valued that more than... Hey, that's what they give you the bucks for. I guess, I guess. I it's, I just don't always know what to think when I watch stuff like that. Sure. It gets weird at the end of seasons. Anyway, um Chris talking to Hannah. Here's the last bullshit thing I want to call out about this first part. uh Chris tells Hannah, he, he is... Fu- words matter. He goes, he is fully convinced... Or was sneaks that in there and then continues with present tense that you are his wife basically said the whole sentence in present tense so they could use it on the promos because Mm -hmm. the promo showed so and so is here with a ring. He's fully convinced. Two, he did not need to tell her that Luke is gone. It's over. <laughs> sure. She just said, "I want this man removed," and you're you're like, "Wow, crazy, right?" Anyway, he had a ring too. Guy was about to propose. Wild <laughs> what shit. I Anyway, good luck with your decision over there. <laughs> it's just like, why did you even need to tell her that? She didn't need to know that. You, Chris, you tell her to he put her in what, a spin.
1: <laughs> he knows what he's doing out here. I know. I know. I know. It worked because the whole season we were like, "Oh, who's back? Who's with got the ring? the ring?" Yeah,
0: and it worked. But you know. I just I was just put off from the beginning of this, so I just I don't know. I was anyway.
1: enthralled by the whole thing, edge of my seat <laughs> the entire time. Loved and every second of it. Loved it. It was intense. It was intense. And I, I agree. Hey, that's yeah. They threw Hannah into a trap, but her reaction was real as ever, Rim. That was that was real yep. Hannah and I loved to see it.
0: Luke comes out to the hot seat. Obviously, we're back in the studio now. Well, Obviously, hold hold up. there's something.
1: There's something else to note here. Okay, the boys, are we going to go
0: long on the goddamn men tell all episode? We Who knows?
1: Who knows? I just want to make it clear to people. Everyone doesn't watch for him. so they. Did. Luke leaves. He's like she doesn't give him the time of day. No chance to talk. Get out of here, Luke. Luke leaves. The boys are celebrating. Yeah. Almost. Like they've forgotten that one of them is about yeah. to still go home, and I found that very interesting, so we end that part of the episode with before everything gets resettled and they regroup place the, the the rose thing the table- rose table back where it needs to be uh we still don't know who's going home. We still have three people here, and I assume we'll find that out. It, Is it going to be a four-hour thing? Is that what I heard? Yeah,
0: that's my guess. I think we'll do it like, I feel like they usually do now. It'll be two hours Monday, and then one hour Tuesday will be the finale, and then one hour will be after the final rose on Tuesday. Okay.
1: So yeah, we still have three people left right now, and we're about to have a rose ceremony the next time we pick up with actual episode. I'm not
0: spoiled. We saw each other this weekend, and I, Mm -hmm. I said something about this. I think we're kind of on the same page, but I do want to reveal who I think is going to win based on comments people have said on screen not spoiled stuff okay but i'm just picking some and the way certain people are behaving anyway uh luke's clean shaven they're back in the thing six he looks i'd say 15 maybe 16 years old it took all four <laughs> years off his life off his look um i don't know how to i'm not sure how we can approach this i have a ton of notes but it just brings me no this brought me no joy. Almost the rest of this episode brought me no joy. It wasn't fun or entertaining for me to watch this.
1: I don't think we need to go in depth about everything that was said here. Um I th- I I feel like everyone is in agreement what Luke did and how he's acted is is horrible. So I don't know if bringing up the same stuff we've already talked about is gonna benefit us now i do think there's something to talk about with do you think he's i think one of the things you said all along was hopefully he watched himself and has has learned some stuff and becomes a better human about this so there's something to talk about there but i don't know if we need to no
0: you're right do all the quotes No, we we don't need to do all
1: the quotes um
0: the main takeaway, a couple of main takeaways I have before we do get into it a little bit is my criticisms shifted more from Luke. There's not, you can't, I'm not confident people are going to make much more progress with him. My sh- criticism shifted to the show now. And the fact that Luke was on the focus of this episode, if you include the portion in Crete, half of it, at least... Was about Luke. Oh, yeah. And it revealed in a men tell all episode, it revealed that they invested too much in this storyline and there's nothing else to show for it. There's no, we barely talked about Hannah, whether or not she's finding love. There's really not many other men worth talking to that were there. This kind of revealed like, okay, she's got the three guys left and then like maybe Mike and Garrett were all that
1: were relevant. I think that's completely fair. Okay. (laughs) Full disclosure, AB
0: had to go get a charger for his laptop and left the room. So I just kept talking. He didn't hear what I
1: said. Uh, Listen, (laughs) I completely agree (laughs) with you, Rim. (laughs) Okay. It was perfect when I said it was perfect. (laughs) Go ahead. It's true though. The the Luke storyline has been the biggest part. So I don't know why you're acting surprised by this. I was here no, for it it. Just I wanted sucked. I wanted an hour and a yeah. half.
0: Okay, that's fine. I'm glad we I'm glad we have different perspectives on this. Neither are wrong. Mine might be, but <laughs> Um a couple of things that happened in the early portion. Uh Luke implied that there were some of their conversations that were unaired. Mm. I I don't he hasn't earned I don't believe things he says just on their face but it's it is believably believable to me that conversations on the show were chopped up. I it's, just it's he doesn't have the, it's he the
1: credit to but do that. while he's explaining it, he doesn't he tells us what they showed us. Like he doesn't give any examples of yeah. you know anything that got cut up or uh, or mixed up. What he explained happened is what happened on air. So I don't know where what he was getting at there.
0: I can't recall specifically, but I feel like he did make it seem like they had talked about sex in the fantasy suites before the night that was. He did make that. Yeah, he did make it seem that way. Which to me seems plausible because I just cannot believe. That was the only time they discussed it. That's so insane that he would just bring it up then. And like you said last week, assume that they were on the same page about it if they had never spoken about it before. I just that would be
1: lunacy if that was the only time they talked about it. But I also can't imagine. I bet if they did talk about it, he just didn't listen. Yeah, no question. To what she said. Like, there's no No way she misled him. I just can't imagine her misleading him about that topic. He just took it a certain way and didn't understand what she said, or just did hear it and didn't want to hear it. So he he does a great job of like twisting stuff in his mind to make it whatever he thinks.
0: Even though you're describing something that may or may not have happened, that was or that wasn't aired. I I that's accurate. That's accurate. Like that's probably what happened. Yeah. If this happened, that's probably what happened. <laughs> um Here's something that came up a couple times is. Kind of the timing. So here's a quote. I'm getting fitted for a suit to propose in. And the night before I'm supposed to have time for her with her, I find out she's having sex with other people. Obviously, Mm -hmm. that's not something I want in my future life and my future wife. Now, in real life. That is not unreasonable. (laughs) Sure.
1: Right before you're going to get engaged to someone, you would prefer that person not to be having sex with someone else. But this is The Bachelor, Bachelor Bachelorette franchise.
0: Uh, And he he even said this at one point. He was like, I did not approach this like it was a TV show or a competition. He said, I approached it like I would in my
1: real life, which is... the most unreasonable thing I've ever heard it's someone un- say.
0: It, it's, uh, it's completely unreasonable because, unfortunately for him, this is not real life. It is a television show where 30 suitors are winnowed down week by week. I mean, it's <laughs> insane. The show is insane. We know that. And he's okay? watched but it, but you can't approach new- it
1: like it's not insane. And he's watched the show. He's ma- he made it clear last episode that he has watched portions of this show. I don't know how much or whatever, but so he knows it's not just a... You know, Luke came in without having any idea what the show is. Like, nobody signs up for the show and has no idea what they're signing up for. That's no. Just, no that's
0: unreasonable. And it's... I guess the problem with that expectation is not, you know, the content of the expectation. It's just another situation where his alleged, you know, undying love for her is contingent on sp- certain specific behaviors that they have not agreed... Upon like as a couple if you want to call him that so he's like you better you know you do this or I'm out which he can do but if you haven't discussed that beforehand like don't be shocked when she's not adhering to the rules you are you have preset in her mind in your mind
1: yeah we might go long AB. all right um (laughs) (laughs) what do you think go ahead what do you think about luke he sat down for this uh, all the all the conversations. He first had Chris talk to him, and then people started then all the guys came out and talked to him. Devin came out in between for no reason. <laughs> Anyways, he often took these long, like 30 second to a minute breaks before giving an answer. What'd you think about that? So
0: I think and I'm inadvertently doing it now. I think he watched the. I think he's not very smart. Okay, that's ba- the basis of what I'm about to say. Is Luke's not a genius? So he says things a lot, and then after he says them, people react to him. And he's like, ah, "Let oh, me say yeah. that differently because he said it wrong. <laughs> he said ah,
1: it. I didn't say so that right. I, well, here, let me, let me Say what I really meant to say, or he <laughs>
0: says the opposite. Like that happened yeah. frequently too. But I think he saw that himself on TV and was like, very conscious of not wanting to say something that he did not mean and. his... You know, his brain, the gears turned a little slower. <laughs> so it took a while. Now, the fact that they aired them back to production, I think it was kind of good that they aired... Like, not good, but I kind of like that they aired them, even though it was excruciating to watch, because you could see how this guy's... How his was mind's,
1: it's was he's the The wheels are turning in that head. Yeah. You can see it better than anyone else I can remember.
0: This is a pitch later... But I've got a pitch for you, AB. Okay. This Those pauses... Made me realize this franchise needs an official podcast, okay? And here's why. I'm not kidding. This is not a bit. Coast by Chris Harrison, there's a market for people who... There's a market for these past contestants to kind of explain themselves, give context to their behavior. That's obviously what this was about for an hour of the show last night was Luke defending himself, which I think failed to do. But... That would, Luke needed a long form medium to get this stuff out with these pauses and all this thinking and all this bullshit. Put that on a podcast. People who want to listen to it, let's do it. Don't take up an hour of our two hours of show watching Luke just pause. <laughs> think. <laughs> you know, kind of like think through this. It, was just, it wasn't entertaining. That's my pitch. If they were smart, they'd do that. What and interest- not some... Ben Higgins
1: hosted talent show or whatever. Go ahead. I'm interested in that. <laughs> That's a Go ahead. I'm very interested in that Ben Higgins thing. But another interesting thing in the same, same topic is Luke would come back from breaks you could tell after like a commercial break or whatever, he'd come back like loaded up, ready to ready yes. to unleash his actual thoughts. He, yes. could, <laughs> he like just he couldn't do it in the time. <laughs> but then when he came back from breaks, he always had like a l- let me let me reiterate <laughs> what I wanted to say there. He always like a he just needs time.
0: Yeah, like a debate, like a it was like a. A presidential debate or maybe like yeah. a second debate like all right hey let me clarify some things i said before the break
1: <laughs> it was weird i said yeah i thought the uh, whole thing with luke was interesting to see i've never seen someone yeah. like that
0: it wasn't fun or entertaining no but it was in i was intrigued by it um a couple other things the audience reactions were great mm-hmm. i want to briefly talk about chris brought up the faith he's and this was the quote with luke and hannah it all came back to faith which is a debate we have not really had on this show. Just that word alone confirmed that this. I don't trust this show to handle a topic like religion. Religion is not a debate to have on a reality TV dating show. Um, I think when their end goal is to entertain and you have limited time to do that, you just probably are not equipped to handle long term, complicated, sensitive storylines with tact. And I think religion is something that show has avoided in the past and now that they've kind of dipped their toe into it proved that they can't really handle it it was just a strange thing to see Chris Harrison try to navigate a conversation about the finer points of like none of the the
1: people involved. Luke shouldn't be the face of that religion because he's too dumb. And then it shouldn't be, the conversation shouldn't be had on the bachelorette. It's not mental all. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you know, it's just not the, it's just not a solid forum. This is not a, this men what I want for my mental all is like bapping around to different contestants, getting different perspectives, showing us some funny clips, adding some context, not a one hour, hour interrogation of the one of the worst contestants we've ever seen on screen for an extended period of time that ruined a whole season about topics that he's really that neither Uh, the host nor the franchise nor the person involved is equipped to really expound upon intelligently i agree with everything you said except thanks ab except
1: (laughs) that i'm very happy it happened i didn't i found this Uh, all entertaining you say you usually don't like the mental i don't I don't dislike him as much as you do, but this was one of the best ones I can remember. I loved the interrogation of Luke.
0: Okay, so I bet you like the part after a commercial break when he starts to say something and then pauses like a wrestling heel and waits for the crowd to quiet. and gave the crowd a <laughs> look like, it. you Everything. gonna give me a little respect here? <laughs> that was very funny. Um, I want to run down a couple things that Luke kind of admitted to. He says he was arrogant and prideful on the show. He said he straight up lied to Luke S., Um, And then he, of course, would follow some of those things with contradictory statements, but...
1: I would never change anything what came out of his mouth. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So,
0: the question was, do you think you've made any mistakes? He pauses for an extended period of time. And he says, if I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. That doesn't answer the question, of course but the question you know do you think you've made any mistakes i wouldn't change anything i mean how often do people stuff like say stuff like i've made mistakes in my life but i wouldn't change anything because of what i've learned and it led me to where i am etc so sure. he just that's an that's an example of him saying something the wrong thing at the wrong time cuz he's not good at this and I, you know and then of course this is a scenario where we went to a commercial break and then he came back and said i would change a lot obviously like he just said <laughs> yeah. the opposite yep All right, let's move to the men showing up, A.B. About an hour in, the men. Skipping the Devon part. Yeah, well, we already said what we've said about, yeah, I want to skip the Devon part. I mean, can you believe the guy in the red suit jacket with (laughs) white roses embroidered on the lapel wants some attention here? I'm shocked by that. Anyway, an hour in, the men show up to men tell all. I want to run through the names, and you tell me if you remember this person or not. Ryan. No. I remember Darren because he's
1: Mookie Blaylock's son. Ryan. No. Matt Donald. Mateo. I remember n- knowing the name Mateo, but I don't remember him. I can't put a na- face on it.
0: Cam. Cam was someone I would have liked. to Believe it or not, I was so fed up with this. Like a little more I would camp. have liked to see freaking Cam okay. more. That's where we're at right now. Devin. Dustin said nothing. Grant. My guy, Grant. That's your guy. Um. Jonathan, John Paul Jones, Luke S, Dylan, Connor, Garrett, Mike. How many of those guys do you think would have made a good potential fit for a good possible option for Hannah?
1: Mike and Connor. Garrett, Garrett, maybe. That's so about like it. One, yeah, one, that's two, about it. maybe. Yeah,
0: this just kind of showed me. We thought it was a good group. <laughs> it's kind of turned out to not be a great group. Um, all right, what do you want to talk about here? There's a couple of c- smiled confrontations, nothing too crazy. Mike doesn't think Luke has learned anything, doesn't accept his apology.
1: Chris is calling him Big Mike. I'd like to point
0: that out. What is that? What do you mean by that? Th-
1: nothing, really. I just thought it was interesting. Like I call people awesome people. If you're an awesome person, I usually call you like Big, big <laughs> follow following up with your name. Like Big, big I, We called him Big Mike, I'm pretty sure, at one point. Uh, oh, no question. And it's good to see Chris follow the same. But.
0: I think Chris and Mike are, I read some article about like, can Mike be the next Bachelor? And we'll talk about that later. And Chris was quoted in it as saying like, I am really close friends with Mike. <laughs> like he's like Mike's one of my great close friends I believe now, it. so that bodes well. Um, Connor, uh, Mike also said your future. He had a a good line. Your future wife is going to be a prisoner of you, yeah. which is the whoa, okay, wow. Well, if you don't learn to change, yep. so the thing he when someone's terrible, yeah. you
1: have to give them the opportunity
0: to change. Like he's twenty four years old. Yeah,
1: listen, Mike sounded presidential dare i say it (laughs) which i realized as i was writing that that's the same thing as sounding like a lead in the bachelor like you have to be presidential yeah
0: ben higgins was presidential
1: exactly and that's mike he showed up there with a very classy suit no you know it wasn't no bullshit no bullshit no no (laughs) no, like flashy flowers on the pocket and stuff and flashy colors this was just get down to business sign me up for the bachelor i'm the most mature guy on this stage ready for love ready to carry this franchise that's Mike.
0: Ab put his hands on his hips like Superman when he was like he's got his <laughs> hands like I'm ready. Da, da, da. Now, f- in the interest of fair and unbiased journalism, which is all that we exhibit here, the guy his socks stunk. Okay, okay? I didn't see the socks. <laughs> the socks were not good. The crazy socks for the sake of crazy socks trend that needs to go away. Or were the crazy but okay. spin zone, I think they were. Um, argyle like okay. pink and purple argyle oh, okay. they didn't mention it was just you know let's say 2010 mike but spin zone he's so old and mature that he can't keep up with the trends yeah. okay so it's yeah, actually exactly. a good thing that he had bad socks <laughs> <laughs> um connor gives luke credit for showing up and then he drops an f-bomb on him crowd goes wild I mean, this is where the adjectives start to come out like who can say the meanest thing about Luke while standing up for Hannah, the knight in shining armor. I I said last week or the week before I expect Luke to be really like remorseful, totally changed reformed Luke. Do you think he was, or what percentage do you think he was? I mean, cause he said a few things, but it wasn't, he was still Luke.
1: I, I didn't see, I don't think he's necessarily at this point. Sorry for anything that's happened. I just don't know if he's in that place of his life to be fully regretful of something. Like I I think sure. that comes with age of, you know, taking into account how you've affected others completely. I don't think he's there. I just don't think he's there. I don't think he cares all that much how he ruined this season for Hannah and these guys. I don't think he cares. Maybe Mateo- someday he will. I think I think it's more his being sorry right now is because he got caught doing something, and like he yeah. sees the reaction from everybody. But I don't think he genuinely understands why what he's done, why the the woman shaming, why you know just being an overall asshole to all these guys, why talking down to women, why being uh, thinking like he he can control women is a bad thing. I don't think he sees that yet.
0: No, I think he's deep in the throes of... I think he's very firm in his convictions. Yeah. And he, I, his apologies do, while they exist, they do ring a little hollow. Be, just because I feel like you said he's just saying them because yeah. everyone's mad at him. Exactly. Um, and uh, similar to, you know, old racist Lee, in the end it was like, you know, if you change... You know, we'll yeah. you. We'll be, you know, we'll accept you, you know, but you have to change what yeah. you're saying. He hasn't earned the right, the benefit of the doubt with his words. So he exactly. just has to like, not be, I'm not confident that'll happen. Frankly, I'm I thought either. he would be more remorseful. I thought he would be more kind of, wow, I can't believe I was like this. But instead he was like, what can I apologize for? And just wasn't, I wasn't an, impressed by it. I also think if he stays in his hometown and is still big dog, Luke P. Hangs out with people he hangs out with, I think he'll be insulated and he'll just be who he is forever. Yeah, I think. I agree. Matteo, first thing he said on the franchise, said he watched the shows and he said he felt kind of bad that Luke was socially isolated from the group. He was humiliated and he's already gotten the punishments for his actions. Do you see any truth in that or no, were, I mean, are there his was, misdeeds enough to overwhelm that?
1: They're definitely enough to where I don't really care that much that Luke was isolated. But I mean, there were points in the season where even we said, you know, we felt kind of bad for Luke because all the guys were ganging up on him. It, they didn't always go about it the best way and the most mature way um, where, you know, pulling someone aside and having a conversation with them about why what you're doing isn't okay, is better than, you know, eight guys kind of pushing them up against the wall pretty much. And uh, in that scenario, it's it's a lot of people are going to come out swinging like Luke and not, you know, get what you're saying. So I don't think the guys always handled it the best way. And that could be what Mateo meant there. And I can, I can agree with that.
0: Yeah. Both, both things can be true. Like he can be an unrepentant asshole and you can also as a human be like, Oh, guy feel kind no of bad I feel, feel kind yeah. of bad about that. Um, do you have anything else to say about this portion? I kind of want to move on to John Paul Jones. No, I'd like, like to move Luke on. Luke is giving Ask me gray Luke. hairs. Yeah. Yeah. First guy in the hot seat is John Paul Jones. This is lunacy. AB.
1: John Paul <laughs> Jones is the first guy up. What did you make of this? I think they know what happened on Paradise Rim and I think he's one of the biggest oh. pieces of Bachelor in Paradise, so it's time to put him on a pedestal, get him up past just a joke that's- character. Uh that's all that was. There's no other reason for it. he's not the number 1 storyline after Luke on this season. Like he shouldn't have been before Mike in the hot seat. <laughs> That's fucking galaxy brain thinking, AB. Yeah, you got to think like a producer. That's good. That's good stuff, because I think
0: they were overreacting to a handful of people on the internet who like John. Mm. I just I can't believe that, that, that John Paul Jones is as popular as they think.
1: I think he's going to be one of the big wow. faces in Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think he's going to be a joke character there. Incredible.
0: Um, yeah. Of course, they have a plant come down and cut a piece of John Paul Jones's <laughs> yep. hair. I kind of tuned out here. Uh, he'll be good in paradise, I think. Nuggets for everybody, shocker! It was like Oprah's favorite things. Oh, you know, throwing out the nuggets, oh, to the crowd yeah. almost as almost as if a, a nugget company paid for the opportunity to have this. <laughs> I mean,
1: these were McDonald's nuggets again, rim <laughs> It's crazy. I can crazy. tell McDonald's nuggets, and those were them. They even have the sauce. They had like sweet and sour sauce on the stage. It,
0: I got a good segue. Speaking of sponsorships, let's take a quick break to hear yeah. from our
1: sponsors. <laughs> Not nuggets.
0: Okay, big Mike in the hot seat. Real deal, real serious people
1: in the hot seat now. It sure feels like The Bachelor was walking on stage when he did, didn't it, Rem? I can't look at it with a clearer
0: mind, <laughs> but it sure did, A.B. Quick reminder... Mike, uh, Air Force veteran in his 30s with real life experience who happens to be adorable and likable and thoughtful. Just for it those is, of you that forgot, Mike
1: is awesome. He's got every, Can you point to anything that would make them not want to have him as the bachelor?
0: There I don't think there are other great options. I I think Tyler, if Tyler doesn't win, might be who they go with. Um I just can't and it's not like time for a black bachelor because even though you know that's obviously overdue that's not like the reason you know it's not like they're they wouldn't be shoehorning him into that it's just like this is actually no, I think he's
1: actually the, the best, best option.
0: option like I just those reasons I just listed like he's an adult in the room he is uh, reasoned and caring and just I mean I don't know and he has a, a Presumably a good career Whereas I you know I'm not Sure John Paul Jones or whoever other Option <laughs> would stick with whatever they're Doing I think Mike is probably making More money and has a long better long Term outlook with what he's doing now Than he would if he you know sure. Sold stuff on Instagram so It felt like to me was The problem though is AB I was sad To see this did you see the Bachelor in Paradise Preview I
1: did it, uh, it uh, Really it made my heart uh. Drop sunk to to my stomach oh it it hurt to see now here's the thing they showed a preview of Bachelor in Paradise Mike is in one of the previews but it was only a clip one clip which makes me think he might not be a contestant in Paradise maybe no. Uh, why would he only be uh, on once Mike Big Mike, everyone's favorite. Why would they just show him in one tiny clip, and it's not even of him talking or doing anything? It was just like they flashed Mike.
0: No, here's what he was doing. He was holding hands. No spoilers, but he was holding hands with a
1: well-known female contestant on the I know, but maybe he's just there. Why wouldn't they show more (laughs) to his relationship? Yeah, if they want us to watch Mike.
0: And it's really also... It's inconceivable that Mike would be on for a short period of time. And that's get another, that's what I'm go. saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. It
1: doesn't all add up. I think he might be going on for some other, I don't know. Like, you know, they do the games and stuff like that, and they bring on other people. I think it might be one of those. Otherwise, why wouldn't you show him he's going to sell tickets?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I just it's, can't it's, buy that. They just show him. It was a clip. It was a a split second you had to go back and watch it to even tell that it was him for sure yeah like I didn't know three until seconds. people sent
0: us the screenshot and then yeah. I had to go back and watch it was it was
1: so short that's why I just I don't buy that he's like an actual contestant like a regular on Paradise yeah. I just don't buy it
0: he's not Derek Path I hope you're right Um but we'll see and we you don't know, see
1: it hurt I'll tell you that yeah I was
0: not I was <laughs> didn't not feel good. pleased about it um <laughs> Here I am talking about Mike's great career, and here he is on his second show already. (laughs) A couple things that Mike said. One specific thing that Mike said before the break. I want closure with Hannah, blah, blah, blah. I want to make sure she is okay
1: in what she's going through. What do you think that meant? I think he's just that good of a guy, Rim. He genuinely wants to make sure... Why wouldn't she be okay unless she were unhappy with her decision? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's uh, She has two options right now that, uh, that there's stuff in the media about... Uh, presumably, she's picked one of those people. Like, 66% yeah. chance that she's picked one of the bad people the one of the people that have some negative stuff online about them unless she's picked tyler so she'd be going through something reading that stuff about her who she's engaged with or she might not even be engaged anymore if she uh if, if it's like jet so i think that's how he that's how i took that at least
0: i'll give my prediction at the end of the show okay here comes hannah um Take a moment, listeners and AB, to think about how far this person has come in terms of TV polish compared to when she was on After the Final Rose, which was a complete train disaster. Wreck. She is really good now. She's given toasts left and right. She's given extemporaneous speeches now. Yep. It's really something she's to great. see. Yeah. If nothing else, like she's really good at that stuff now, which I had zero confidence Agreed. she would be. Um she was talking about her initial attraction to Luke, and she mentioned something that I think was enlightening for the viewer. She said part of it came from being insecure about being the Bachelorette in the first place. She was worried the guys would not be excited for her because, as we all know, the guys come out, try out for the show before you know who the Bachelorette's going to be. Yep. Uh, there was a fear of what their intentions were, and Luke, we knew right away Luke was there for the right quote, reasons. And he
1: was the first one to make her feel like he was really there for her. And to... She... I mean, she's human. She read all the stuff online about when she was picked. I think it was a general shock for everyone. And I think at least half the people didn't want her to be the Bachelorette. So that has to... It's gotta have some insecurity come with that. That sucks. That sucks that she felt that absolutely. So it's understandable that she was insecure going in night one. Maybe none of these guys wanted me to be the Bachelorette, too. Is got to be going through her head. So the first person that, you know, shows her, she has nothing to be insecure about. It's understandable that she would, that would last with her.
0: I don't want to parse all the back and forth between Hannah and Luke. Luke mostly stayed quiet and kind of just took his beating for the most part. He said he was sorry for the process, making the process difficult. Um, Hannah said regarding their shared religious connection his love was contingent on if I did as he thought a wife should do.
1: Do you have anything on Hannah uh before Luke dipped out after the break? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think there's much to touch on that she already didn't hit in the last two episodes honestly. I didn't yeah. I didn't see much nothing really stood out to me there. She got to deliver her message that she's been delivering
0: on the spot but like more prepared so she got to play the hits and knock him out of the park after commercial break Luke has had enough he dips out thank goodness Uh, Chris asks Hannah to put my he says hey you remember Mike why don't you put him over for bachelor candidacy
1: if you don't (laughs) mind
0: and she says you deserve the best and I'm rooting for you for the best and stop short
1: of winking like if you know what I mean you know what I'm talking about America
0: Notably absent from this entire episode, a question about whether or not Hannah is happy or found love. I feel like, am I wrong? Do they usually say something like that? I so think then usually the bachelor it, yeah. can, can be like at the end of it, usually they're like, Yeah, I'm I'm very happy. Yeah. Um I liked Hannah's funny apology at the end for keeping Luke on the show for so long. That I don't funny. think it was necessary. I mean, it's not. Her, I, again, I blame production more than her for keeping him around. Um, they made him the focal point of the season. And the I'm surprised they aired her little joke apology, though, because the lead basically said, you know, we should not have done that. You know, he she almost said, like, sorry, he ruined the season. <laughs> but um,
1: anything else on the Hannah part? No, I don't think so. Handle yourself well like always.
0: Chris ends the show by acknowledging quote the rumors and says all of your questions will be answered. I think in my opinion, my prediction I think by 2 I think on Tuesday of next week she's
1: going to pick Jed.
0: I what do, do too. you think? I
1: do too. That's I mean It's unfortunate. <laughs>
0: if if just play out other scenarios if tyler or even peter were the final selection i don't think they would approach it like
1: we got answers for you yeah
0: yeah and the other thing that hannah on social media has been kind of after the jed stuff came out she's been kind of not a care in the world type of attitude and i think if she were happily engaged to someone it she might not be going so far out of her way. This is complete conjecture on my part, but she might not be going so far out of her way to be like, I'm fine. Like forget that guy type of attitude. And that's kind of what it comes off as. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Agreed for sure. That's kind of the thing with her. She's uh, we are unpredictable. We don't know what's going to happen, but anything else on the mental law before we get to the mailbag? No, I don't think so. Overall. You enjoyed it. You liked the piece of the episode. Are you going to
1: touch on the, uh, bachelor in paradise?
0: What about it? I think we'll do a Bachelor in Paradise preview okay. sometime in the next I just thought weeks, it looks great. Never been I more excited.
1: The cast looks uh, great. There's uh, drama. It's going
0: to be good. They sh- A little too much crying. I hope they showed all the crying that occurs because <laughs> I don't like, like my Bachelor in Paradise to be so serious. I like it to be more fun. Yeah. But fair. I'm looking forward it. It's a good cast. It's a good cast. It's a great cast. All right. Mailbag. 773-234-7794 is the text line. Last week's question was what is your favorite episode of the season and by that ab meant fantasy suites hometowns the finale the first episode whatever the case um we got a lot of good replies i was surprised by the results julie from boston says fantasy suites is always my favorite by far it's the most pivotal but especially this season and in colton's season Marissa from Maryland says, honestly, I love the men and women tell all you get to see mostly everyone come back and talk about the season. Also bloopers is the best part. Hands down. 412 area code. My favorite episode is usually hometowns. I love seeing how the family reacts to being in a ridiculous situation. And it really shows what life could be like for the lead and that person as well. I like how personal it is. I like that logic, too. It is funny to see the That's good. The, you know, the dad's especially like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Um, 708 area code. I love the fantasy suite episode. I feel like you finally get to see the lead spend quality time with the people. They truly want to be there. They're not. Editorial note, they're not being forced to spend time with people they don't really like. Um, Usually the fantasy suite week, you get a pretty clear picture as to who is going to win and who does not have as deep a connection. Katie from Raleigh. My favorite episode is around the second. This is an interesting one is around the second or third episode after leaving the mansion. It is when a lot of drama comes to a head, and the dates outside of Los Angeles are always better, in my opinion. The lead also sometimes starts to go through a little mid-show crisis.
1: So kind of around the two-on-one dates, should I say?
0: Rachel from Ohio. My favorite is always the two-on-one episode.
1: (laughs) Always.
0: (laughs) Always. Seven seven four area code. My most anticipated episode of every season is the Tell All. It's always juicy and usually gives us a chance to hear from contestants who maybe didn't get a lot of screen time but have great insights, like Carolyn from or Caroline from Ari's season. That happens to be the reason why I don't like the Tell All, but to each their own. <laughs> um, this this is one from Toronto. Favorite episode is Night One. It's an event, so much anticipation. Everyone is dressed up. There's always some crazy. Whatever, but mostly it's fun to see how my first impressions play out as right or wrong throughout the season. That is my favorite episode of the season two a b night one night one it's so fun, it's light, the anticipation, and then usually, as the season goes on, there's more to kind of become disillusioned with
1: so night one is always for me the peak,
0: frankly, I don't know if you agree or disagree
1: I think it's it's close between the hometowns for me in night one it's one of those two as a viewer i'm probably
0: with you as a podcaster it's night, night one, one it's not even close so excited, yeah. <laughs> night <laughs> so excited. one yeah um okay this is unrelated this is regarding peter from megan in houston so peter if you don't know allegedly broke up with a girlfriend to go on the show Regarding Peter, is it wrong for him to break up with his girlfriend and take this opportunity if he knew they weren't going to get married? No. Uh, if he did ghost her, he definitely went about it the wrong way, but I'm just saying people break up when they go to college or move away for jobs because they know it's not going to work and they want to get, go into the opportunity fresh. Is this that different?
1: Uh, I don't think so. No, that's my exact mindset. I, I don't know if I said it that well last week, but that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Like,
0: No, I think... Uh, I think we did. I, I think my disappointment was more that not in Peter for doing that, but more that the show has another murky. Yeah, sure. Contender. So now there's basically only one non murky contender left. Next week's mailbag question. We just want your reaction to the finale. Yeah. That's all we want. There's no question particularly. Just let us know what you think. Just let us know if you were surprised or if you thought early on that so-and-so would win. Okay, let's quickly catch up on the Batch Bracket Fantasy League. We didn't do an update last week, but shout out to Kim D, Lillian C, and Melissa B. These 3 are leading the way with 260 points. AB, do you
1: have a bachelor headline of the week? Yes, actually have. There's same two two headlines same topic. Okay. Ooh. The
0: Bachelorette line of the week segment is always a new and oh, fresh. You never know what you're going to
1: get. You never know. It could be two headlines, three, you z- zero. You should count on two. <laughs> <laughs> z- yeah. Z- yeah. Zero. I'm unprepared. This one. I don't know if you saw anything about this, Rim. Bachelorette contestant Mike responded to Demi Lovato's crush with oh, 100% interest. <laughs>
0: That'd be a hot couple. I'm not gonna Listen, lie. I don't get big on the d- celebrity couples when <laughs> I get into
1: it. I'm a big Demi Lovato guy too, and I'm a big obviously okay. I'm a big Mike guy. I I want that couple to happen, but I want her to come on the show, okay, oh. Rim? I want her to compete. I don't, her, I don't want her I don't want them that'd... to fall in love before the show and then we don't get Mike as the bachelor. I need her on the show as a contestant.
0: That's the kind of shot in the arm. We at at the end of every season, we talk about what could they do next season to really jazz, spice things up, and we talk about oh, like a single celebrity would be The Bachelor, Bachelor Demi Lovato and Mike. (sighs) Can you imagine if Demi Lovato got the first impression rose?
1: (laughs) Imagine the, imagine the. If we had a real celebrity, like the closest we've probably had has been Jordan Rogers. Maybe would you say?
0: No. maybe jesse palm i mean because jesse but Palmer he was, was just the lead.
1: lead was he actually oh like, as a contestant, contestant? No, jordan Paul, jordan rogers was not or, a celebrity by any stretch no but he's probably <laughs> the f- uh, who else would it be he's got to be one of the maybe most notable people and he's not even that notable like if you had an not actual celebrity as one of the contestants that would be wild
0: I'm into it. I'm here for it, honey. Okay,
1: yes. New (laughs) queer eyes out. I watched the first couple of queer Jonathan better than ever. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) The other one, same type of thing. Uh, uh, What's her name? Gigi Hadid? Am I saying that? Am I saying that right, Rim? (laughs) How do you say her name? Gigi Hadid i mean do i think what i don't know <laughs> I don't... that's pretty close that's pretty yeah, close it seems you're like i got close. it pretty
0: good it's just funny when people just strongly mispronounce names i laugh it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> what's gg Hadid? like that's what like you know a dad would say go ahead and you're that
1: so i like, even t- i even prefaced it with obviously i don't know how to say this but gg <laughs> hadid in the Tyler. Cameron, start following each other on Instagram. <gasps> Ooh, who followed first? That's my question. Great question. I don't know. You just This is just headlines, folks. This, this is, is an investigation. This is, this is from Us Weekly.
0: Oh, yeah. Thanks for sh- Yeah. Thanks for shouting those out. Okay. Do you have anything else, A.B., or can I plug the social media no. and uh, close this up? Thank you to everyone for following on. I think we're going to hit 3,000 followers on Instagram, so you could be the 3,000th, win a special door prize. Twitter and Facebook are also at Rose Cass Podcast. And we mentioned Chaser before and also reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read every one of those. Some bring a tear to my eye. I must say they're really heartfelt and appreciative. And we write uh, back at you also. Love Island podcasts hasn't been canceled yet by the powers that be, which are me and Alex. It's called recoupling. Um, we try to do every day. We have failed a couple times so far, but that's out. If you want, uh, if you're watching that show and are interested in our takes on it, so subscribe on Apple Podcasts. There, we'll include a link. Anything else? They be big finale, a lot of pressure. Can you end it with a big uh, goodbye? Thank you to the listeners
1: just been another great season rim don't not, do the season wrap we're not up yet. done We've got yet two more but episodes, i'm very okay. appreciative of everyone and for listening and your kind words on social media and all the reviews that's
0: pretty good ab that's good stuff talk to you next week